Hi guys! It's me, Katie Lowndes, uh, with Jack and Leah. Hey! Hey! And we're here for the Katie Lowndes project. We've been AWOL slightly, negligent, some might say. Um, but we're back now, we're here. Me and Leah did actually re- record an hour and a half of footage. An hour and a half? An hour and a half of footage the other day, but... Um, <laughs> it was 17 minutes. I thought it was really short. No, it was an hour and a half. Over an hour and a half long. You put your time... And we... <laughs> we, we did record an hour and a half of footage, um, and we came up with... with Topics based on song titles. We really thought about it. Unfortunately, we were so drunk when we recorded it <laughs> so that um, that it was. It's honestly, it's un, it's unpublishable. It can't be released. Main not because there's anything bad in it, just because it's it, it's we ca- you can't really hear what we're, we don't, we don't we don't know what we're talking about. This slurring. We had a good plan for it. We had a really good plan, and of course, I, uh, that that plan has been eradicated from my memory. I thought we only recorded for about ten minutes. No, an hour and a, over an hour and a half long. I know, but we had been out all day. Yeah, we, we and all night, and all night. But we drank about forty pints each. Probably about one hundred and fifty pints each, and about seventeen bottles of wine between yeah, us. I think more wine. Uh, yeah, probably about nineteen to twenty-five bottles of wine as well. Yeah. Um, we also accidentally insulted a gang member. I assume oh, he was a gang did. member. He did have that gang tattoo on his face. Yeah. We quickly retracted our statement. Anyway, but we are back. Sorry for being so negligent. It's not that we've not been thinking about you. It's just that we've... We've been very drunk. We've been very drunk. (laughs) (laughs) But we are actually... We're back. And we're actually, for once, not don't just have one review, but two reviews of two things that we've seen and listened to. You've not actually listened to... Some. That you've heard, listened to some of it. We've but we've both went to see a film. Or, I mean, all three of us went to see a film separately. These two went together. I went with someone else. Unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I was going to say I, I was going to say I went by myself, but it wasn't true. I needed to clarify that. I wasn't just sat there by myself. We watched. Is it? It is in time, isn't it? Yeah. We watched a film called In Time with um, Rachel McAdams, Bill Nye, and that Irish man. Domino. Not Neeson. Oh, Man I Moody's son. Oh, and and Dom- yeah. Oh, he's lovely. lovely he's man. lovely. Um, we, so we watched that film, and I think we liked it. Um, also, my favorite band of all time just released the debut album, so I'm going to review that. Um, then we've got sort of just some off the cuff topics, which we've not discussed really. Which musician? I've not worded this very well. Which musician would be the best teacher? To teach you an instrument of your choice, does that make sense? So, yes. if you, so what instrument would you want to learn, and who do you think who would you want to teach? Yeah, and um, which fictional character would you most like to punch in the face or in the eye? That sounds better than punch you in the eye. Yeah. And which fictional character would you most likely most most like to marry? And of course, song of the week. So, should we get into the in time review where Rachel McAdams plays Time Travel's wife again? Again, again. <laughs> you told me the whole plot of it. Told you the whole plot. Um, a few days before I went to see it, so I which kind of was, knew what was a going bit. On. Yeah. No, it was fine. Leah told me to tell her the plot. To be honest, it was nice to have the to not have to worry about the anticipation of things. <laughs> I quite like that. Le- <laughs> no, in my defence, I I told you a small bit of it, and then you were like, "Joe, just just tell me the entire plot." And as I recounted the tale, you actually welled up with tears. Charlotte welled up with tears, and I welled up with tears. I didn't. Cry. But we had. No, you didn't cry, but we had been drinking at that party. Of course. So, 
So probably that was the reason for the taste. But I really liked it. It is. I don't think it's the typical chick flick rom com. No, absolutely. Would you not. agree? I would agree. Do you that, think it definitely. appeals to a male audience? I do. I think there's a sort of vulnerable male element to it, which I think males can sort of get into and appreciate without being a soppy bastard. It was a very English film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. very Despite English. Despite Rachel McAdams being American, and him actually, he's actually from Dublin, isn't he? Yeah, he's Irish, yeah. But, but yeah. I think just because it was Richard Curtis, you know it's going to be a very sort of British comedy. You yeah. Do, yeah. You know exactly what you, you're getting yourself into, and to be fair, you're never disappointed really, are you? No. And Bill Nye is just so oh, good and everything. He was great in it. Oh, he made oh he made me cry. He made me laugh. He made me cry. And the mum in it. Oh yeah, the mum's great. Somebody described her as looking like Andy Warhol, which was quite funny. She <laughs> does look like Andy Warhol. <laughs> no, they described that in the film. Yeah, that's what Bill Nye oh, says yeah. about. That's so funny. My wife looks a bit like. No, somebody says, "Oh, does your mum still look like Andy Warhol?" Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and I like the sister as well. Yeah, I don't know who that actress was, but I think really she was good. Yeah. She was really good. But it was, had a good, strong father and son element throughout it. I think that was probably the main plot. Very yes, yeah, I think the main... Yeah. I mean, obviously, you've got the thing, the whole thing with him, uh, you know, finding her and going through all the... Tra- but I do think the main sort of plot is his relationship with his dad. I know. And obviously, the sad... And obviously yeah. the twist as well about how his father has lived his life out is just yeah, that's so clever and so sweet. And what I liked about it as well is that there's a bit in the film where you think that the main... I try not to spoil too much, but I spoil everything, as as we've just discussed. There's a point, point in the film where he's he's got the girl and Rachel, it's Rachel McAdams, who was just, just would be the loveliest wife mm-hmm. ever, just a lovely wife. And you think that he might ruin it but he doesn't. Is that a spoiler? Kind of. Spoiler, sorry. Yeah. And then, and what, what I liked about it is that there was a little bit of tribulation trying to get the girl, but then he gets the girl fairly early on and they're just that's really, it. and they're just really in love and they're really well suited and they're really happy together. Yeah. And that's it. There's no drama there. No. Apart from, you know, the, the, the tribulations of time travel. But yeah, yeah. he sorts it out. He works it out. He does. It's quite clever. It's it's quite re- cool. It was really, really clever and really, really funny and heartwarming. Yeah. I said I saw it with my friend Maria, and she's like a feminist, and she was just like, "Well, it was completely sexist that only the men in the family could time travel." And I was like, "No, it wasn't. It was, a, it was about the father and the son relationship." Leah's become a feminist recently as well. She wants to make this is your this could be your forum to to make a stand about women rights. Could be. It probably won't be. It probably won't. But what else does Richard Curtis? Obviously, it's love. Actually, four weddings and a funeral. Four weddings and a funeral. Um. Yeah, not, not in Notting Hill. Yeah, not in. Oh, that's a great film. Where is Julia Roberts Black these days? Adder. I wonder what she's doing these days. Julia, do you remember when she was Julia the queen of the mouth? The queen of the. Yeah. My mum cannot stand Julia Roberts. Hates her with a passion, fiery, fiery passion. Every time she sees her, she goes, "Oh, what a dog." Julia, I know what Julia I don't know what she Roberts hates. She's done that funny advert for that perfume advert. Is she? Haven't they all? Yeah. Haven't they all? But I really liked it, and I loved the use of Nick Cave. Oh, well. I did. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Really good. Which, which Nick Cave is it again? Into My Arms. Into My Arms, yeah. I love that song. The sad bit, and that was the emotional bit. It's that was very, the emotional bit. Very sad song. 
But yeah, and, he, and then but then they mentioned playing Nick Cave in the actual film itself, yeah. which I thought was really clever. It was it took the edge off. It did. What would be in the sad song? Yeah. What yeah. was your favourite scene? That bit. That bit. Playing Nick Cave definitely. Oh, my favourite bit I was. It was very sad. Though. I was very sad. My dad. Oh, <laughs> sobbed at it. Sobbed. My, Everyone my was laughing at me. Scenes definitely the bit at the wedding, and he keeps. Changing his best man, he oh, got the best speech out oh, yeah. of them. <laughs> but I thought I thought that best man bit was really weird because his his best friend throughout it, like Jay. Yeah, yeah he, he never he was never even the first choice, was he? I thought that was strange that you wouldn't choose your best no, friend to be he best was man. Thinking about it, he says I could pick him, but he'd be a tool and he'd say all this horrible stuff. So he picks the guy that he'd the be boring man with. that he works. With. Oh just, yeah, like. Kill writer. Yeah. I liked him. He was funny. He and was then, funny. And then obviously that didn't work out. And then he got Jay. And then eventually, you know. And then it's yeah. And then it bursts into it. Oh, yeah. it's just. I think it's a feel-good film, but it gives you a, a message about living for each day. Yeah, it does. There is a big moral at the end. Isn't there it? is a big moral we at the end. Spoil it. We won't spoil it. We won't spoil it too it much. Good. Um, another thing that we can review is the Heim albums come out, which I was well excited about. I pre-ordered it. On iTunes and I've also bought the CD because right. we had a twenty pound discount. Work, so I thought I'll give them the money. Twenty eight point twenty eight records behind JT though for number one. So obviously I did my bit, bought it twice. Bit sad. One of the best albums that I've heard though for a long time. You said it sounded a bit like Destiny's Child. I said one song sounds like Destiny's Child. Yeah, you not in a bad way. The album was like R and B, but with no, guitars. no, it's not like that at all. No, I said one album is influenced. Like you can hear the Destiny's Child influence. One album. No, no, no. One song from the album. The rest of it's kind of like rocky. Obviously, the stuff that's been released—that's the majority of it. But there's definitely R and B influence in there. There is, there is one part of a bridge that does sound exactly like Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child, but in a great way. But I love Destiny's Child anyway, so it's all good for me. Yeah. But I judge an album by whether I can, because I'd never buy albums. I only ever like download like one song or one or two songs. Or even if I download a full album, I probably won't listen to the thing. That's so I, where you're missing all the yeah. great songs. Well, this is what that's I'm saying. What I do, I'm not saying that I don't always do it. I'm just saying that that's what I do the majority of the time. And I judge an album about whether I can just put it on and not skip any single yeah. song and really yeah, like every single that's song. The thing about a great album. And that's 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 you what. You do that with more things because you find real gems that aren't commercially released, which are sometimes better, a lot better than. Okay, I'll I'll we'll do that in future. But what I'm saying is that I can listen to every single song on the album. I really like each one, especially two. I've got two standout favourites. One's the R&B one. But it's also angry and rocky. My song five, and I like If I Could Change Your Mind as well. Another song. Really good. Really, really. I'd give it 10 out of five. Would you? A 10 out of five. An 11 out of five. 11.7 out of five. It's not Spinal Tap. Crank it up to 11. <laughs> That's, crank it up to 11. That's what I've been listening to. All week... And I think I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I, my my estimations were over. What? Over and above what you. Are. It was above and beyond what I wanted. Opinion? Your opinion. I know that you don't like them very no, I much. Do, I do like. I think they're very talented because I saw them on Ready. Uh, Ready very Festival talented on on the television. And I'm sweating. I'm so hot. I think that they're very talented and they're good at the singing and their instruments and 
whatnot. The songs just don't grab me. If I hear a song on the radio and it's by a, a female artist, is that is that them? Uh, no, it's not. It could it could be. I don't know. They're not memorable enough for me. Fair enough. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I think I didn't like them as much as I did after after I saw them live. That's when I was just like, actually, okay. Before then, I had I had a couple of songs, and when they'd come on, I wouldn't turn them off. But as soon as I saw them live, I was actually, there's something special. Yeah. And then I really got into it. So, you know what? Yeah. That's one of, one of my favourite albums, and it's only been out for about five days. Which musician, movement, like, quite a good thingy, whatever, segue, is that word? Or is that one of those things? Segway is one of the things where you stand on... But I think, I'm pretty... The one that George Bush fell off and dropped his dog on his head. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure a segue is also a, 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 a one conversation that leads to another, is it not? Sieg. Sieg. Is that a different word? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's not a segue. the person you want to be talking to about. I think it's. Grammar. I think a segue is going from one conversation to another well, and also the thing that George Bush fell off. Anyway, we'll use it. Which, okay, if you could learn an instrument, an instrument of your choice, several, you can have one or two if you want. Which musician or musicians, depending on the instrument, do you think you would would you most like to teach you? Jack already plays an instrument. Leo, you can kind of play drums. I can't play anything, so you guys can go first. I think. Well, I'd like Johnny Marr to teach me guitar. Yes, that's he good. tried to teach Morrissey once, but it didn't work. Why didn't it work? That's because I don't I'm... think he had the patience, to be honest. Can Morrissey not play guitar? No. At all. Johnny Marr did try to teach him. It's in the How Soon Is Now video, actually, him trying to teach him. Is it? Yeah, only briefly, like, but didn't work. That sounds good. Johnny Marr to play, you could teach guitar. If you carried on with the drums, because you've already dabbled in the drum area, yeah. who would you like to teach I know this, this is going to sound strange, but... Strange. This is going to sound really bad. But do you know the, the drummer from Blink-182? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I saw them at... I What's his at, name? Travis Barker. Travis Barker. I saw them at Leeds Festival once and... Um, went, yeah, he is he a really good drummer. Upside down. He did... I know this sounds really boring, but he did like a like 20 minutes or something drum yeah. solo. No, that sounds really good. And you know really you good. think, Christ, that sounds boring. No, honestly, it was. he went upside down and he was drumming. It was good. But I don't really... I, I've never enjoyed a drum solo for that long before. Is he still alive? Travis yeah. Barker. Did he not get in a horri- horrific plane crash? I think so, yeah, but he's okay. Did he survive and, some- and his friend died? I, I always so. thought it was the way around. No, I'm sh- pretty sure he's alive. No, yeah, I think, yeah, you are right. He is alive. It was the other guy that that died. It's that, um... No, it's that woman. Sorry, TV's on in the background, but I'm mute, and there's a performer. Uh, it's not Israeli Banks. I always think that they're the same same person because they've got a similar kind of stage name. She's just very racy, very prov- provocatively. Well, they all do now. Look at look at old Miley, Miley C. She's not a person. Oh She's my God. moving, but her costume isn't. I think it's made of chainmail. Yeah, I think it's sparkly chainmail. It is sparkly. It's quite oh, nice. Right. You think she looks quite nice. Can we briefly, sorry, just yeah. go off topic, talk about the Sinead O'Connor Miley Cyrus letter, which is yes. the funniest thing I've yes. ever I've ever read in my yes. entire life. First yes. off, first off, Judge Miley, Miley Cyrus, she's 20 years old. Is she 20, 20 or is she 21? I think she's 20. So she's technically an adult. Like, she can do what she wants. No one cares. A, if she wants to dress provocatively and lick sledgehammers, that's her prerogative, <laughs> one. Two, everyone's acting like it's the biggest deal of all time, but it isn't. Like, people, like, artists have been being controversial, controversial forever, but for some reason, just because she's this 20-year-old 
Beast. Sex beast. No, Everyone's thinking she that she's insane. She did, yeah, because she thinks she's doing something new and she's just going, like... There's nothing to back up why she suddenly decided to go from one extreme to the other. Well, she wants to get away from the Hannah Montana, doesn't she, but... Yeah, well, but she is she's, just, she's got a lot of young followers, well hasn't done. she? No, I don't... I'm not agreeing particularly with the behaviour. I'm just no, saying no, that... I'm just saying, yeah, she's... People are making a bigger deal of it but than it is. Sinead O'Connor. She's Sinead o- just trying to help her, I think. The first, she? the first open letter. Yeah, but, but this is where this is where I don't agree with Sinead O'Connor. Is that if if you're that concerned? Because this came from an interview in Rolling Stone magazine where Miley Cyrus was talking about a new video for Wrecking Ball, um, to which the, the opening kind of scene is like like nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor basically it's her crying and it looks like she's got no hair like shaved a shaved hair because her hair's really short and so Miley Cyrus in the cover of Rolling Stone said that she was inspired she was inspired by Sinead O'Connor and said that she was a really big inspiration that she really liked it and that was what, what it was based on so then if Sinead O'Connor is that concerned about Miley Cyrus's well-being why don't you write a private letter to Miley Cyrus? Or why don't you try and get in touch with her management to set up a lunch? Don't post it on Facebook going, oh, you're like a, you're acting like a prostitute, like people are pimping you out, I'm really concerned about you. And then when Miley Cyrus like had the audacity to, to tweet, um, kind of like, it's not your place, back off, Sinead O'Connor then sent, wrote a second letter, basically just bitching about her, being, re- like, being quite aggressive. Miley Cyrus didn't exactly tweet about it in the right way either, making, you know, allusions to Sinead O'Connor's crazy past. But I don't know. I don't know where I stand. Do you agree with Sinead? Do you agree with what Sinead's saying? I don't know, to be honest. I think she was just trying to help, but then it, I think the second letter, maybe, after she'd realised she was not in the frame to talk to her about it, she should have done privately. I think I think certain things. I think Sinead O'Connor was being a bit of an attention seeker. They could have handled it better. They both could have handled it better. But, I mean, Miley Cyrus's album, I think, is out now as well. It's got bangers with a Z. I looked, up, I looked up some of the... What? I'm promoting it. I'm not promoting it. I'm not saying that I'm going to listen to it. But what I was going on from that was that we looked at some lyrics today. And that oh, right. that one lyric just... Possibly one of the, the greatest lyrics that I ever... As I've ever read. And it comes from, a, comes from Miley Cyrus' song. I don't know what the song title is. I was just Googling it. And um, the song, one of the one of the lyrics is what is it? Something like "You think I'm strange, bitch? This shit bananas, like an orangutan, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. But Miley Cyrus, you can do whatever you want. But anyway, moving back onto topic, Jack, instrument and teacher. Jack plays saxophone. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. Really fun fact. Yeah. Um, and Leah hates jazz. <laughs> yeah, which which brilliantly. Um, <laughs> no, I think George Michael. It's really no. Well, he doesn't play the saxophone. Oh, somebody else. Yeah. Sushi. Um, I don't know. Like, would you? Would I say some kind of like old jazz hero or something like that? I don't know. Maybe, I mean, you don't. It doesn't have to be saxophone. You could be, choose any instrument. I know. Maybe maybe get a a, dr- a drum lesson off Ringo Starr. It'd be funny. Can Ringo Starr really drum? <laughs> have a good chat. A bass lesson from Paul McCartney would be quite good. He's good at bass, isn't he? Yeah, he's the bass player of the beat. But he's so old. Bore your face yeah, off. I think he would bore my face off. I think, I think at least if Ringo Starr was giving me a drum lesson, I could talk to him about Thomas the Tank Engine. 
George Harrison's what? my favourite. Well, he did, oh, the, yeah. he did the voice. The voice of Thomas. That's so strange, that, isn't it? It's one of the strange facts. Uh, no, I think it's mint. <laughs> no. Whereas Paul McCartney, I think I would probably just be like, I, I really don't care. To be honest, it was you. the first bass, bass player that popped into my head. I'd love to learn bass. I think I'd be quite good at it. Apparently, it's quite... According to Matt, Matty James, it's quite easy to learn. Yeah. But I don't have very good rhythm, to be honest. I'm not very musical. I wouldn't mind learning bass. I'd like to play drums as well. Play some drums. I'd get Danielle Hyam to teach me drums because she's a sick drummer. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Or the... Um, or the actual drummer for the band. Well, no, on the album, they, they the drummer doesn't record any of it. It's all them. The, yeah. the drummer's only for live performances. But one of my favourite like drum sequences is in... Don't Look Back in Anger. Don't Look Back in Anger. For some reason, it's my favourite of all time. It's just because it's quite epic, isn't it? And it's a... I've always... It's always given me slight chills. Who is the drummer for, for in that? We don't know. That's bad, isn't it? It's not Bonehead, is it? Bonehead. No, I don't think it's Bonehead. But, yeah, dr- drum, drum and bass. I'd like to play. Drum and bass. Drum and bass. Which... Fi- <laughs> which fi- Drum and bass. Drum and bass. Which fictional character would you most like to punch in the eye? Really too difficult. I don't think. Go on. Uh, Peter Griffin. What? Peter Griffin. Really? That's, Peter Griffin. Really? That's an interesting one. It's not funny. It doesn't matter. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, 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 <laughs> without without him I think the most annoying character is Stewie in that programme I no, I think it's Peter stop throwing things everyone's throwing things all over the bloody place maybe <laughs> really Peter Griffin no I hate Stewie anyway so your fictional character that you most like to punch in the eye is not Peter most, Griffin not most oh right okay just, just one of many one of many Jack I had an answer love to beat up Harry Potter and go look I know you've been through some crap but your mates have dragged you through it. Your mates have dragged you through this, and all you've done is sit there and cry I'm and pretend like you're the only person this, this happened ha- to. That is true, actually. And then after you'd punched him, maybe he'd be an alright guy. He does always complain, I have to go through this alone. And it's like, it's like you would, no, you he would perish. He would, di- he would have died long ago if it wasn't if for Hermione. Yeah, exactly. If Hermione and Ron hadn't been and such good mates to him, then, you know, he would have been dead in the first book he would have been dead in the first book but Dumbledore was a bit of an arsehole though wasn't he? because Dumbledore could have, no, Dumbledore knew what were happening could have given him a clue couldn't they could have helped him out a bit could have helped him out a bit more he does though because uh, after Dumbledore dies you know then Dumbledore tells him you know you know you're going to die as well but it's alright you know go back and no sort, I don't I don't agree with that I think the entire Wizarding War could have been stopped a long time ago without the help of Harry Potter but Anyway, that's beside the point. I wouldn't necessarily punch Dumbledore in the face because yeah, he's old. Enough, though, because Harry was one of the Horcruxes. This is another good point. All right, <laughs> all right. No, but even before he killed Lily and James Potter, oh. because Dumbledore knew about the the the, the trifecta. What's it called? The I don't um, know enough about Harry Potter. The wand and the, the Resurrection Stone and the the Elder Wand, Resurrection Stone, and Invisibility Cloak. Yeah. Well, that's what you need, don't you? Dumbledore could have done that. 
when he was young. I don't know. I don't really. I don't. I can't really go into it at this time. But anyway, I wouldn't punch any of the Harry Potter characters in the face. And I'm surprised that you choose. Weird caretaker. Finch. Oh. Filch. No. August. It's quite funny, actually, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, it's quite it's funny, funny that he's named after a shop that doesn't actually have any products. <laughs> Dolores Umbridge, you'd punch her in the face. Oh, no, yeah, you would. Oh, you'd it? punch her in the she's face. She's a smug lady. Yeah, she smug. Actually, there was a thing that I saw on the internet, and it says, the two people in the world that most people like to punch, it goes down the page and it goes, this man killed, tw- you know, this is Stalin, <laughs> you know, he killed 12 million people. <laughs> This is Adolf Hitler, you know, he gave the final okay, the final solution, you know, he killed this many people. You know, this person murdered all of these people, this person, but you would rather punch... (laughs) Dolores Umbridge. Dolores Umbridge and King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh, that was my answer, was Joffrey Bathia. Because they are just the most disgusting human beings you've ever... I don't want to punch Joffrey because he's, like, sadistic. I just want to punch Joffrey because he's a little bitch. But if you watch Harry Potter and you go, all right, Voldemort's absolutely horrible and evil, you'd still rather punch Umbridge. You would rather punch Umbridge. I'd like to kick her her down some stairs, some concrete (laughs) steps. Give her a good drilling. She'd roll like a ball. She would roll like a ball, a little, a little pink ball, a little pink avalanche. <laughs> if yours isn't Peter Griffin, then he, um, Joffrey Bratton isn't even my answer. I can't think of anyone. If it, if it's not thingy, then Peter Griffin, who would it be then? Um, Lady. What did you say? Sorry. If it's not Peter Griffin, who do you want to punch in the face? Um, I'll stick with Peter Griffin. You're gonna stick. I'm gonna stick. I don't really want to stick with Joffrey Bratton, but I can't think of anyone else who I'd despise. Who do I hate? Norris from Coronation Street. <laughs> Norris from Coronation Street. 100%. There's no one. Oh, I can't stand him. Yeah. Can't the nosy, old little tortoise face. Norris from Coronation Street, I'd punch in the face. He's Gladly. He's a busybody. Busybody, yeah. <laughs> He's always sticking his oar in. He's obsessed with the little plastic boy that he keeps outside of his shop. Oh, we need, to, we need to explain that. You can't just say he's obsessed with a little plastic boy. <laughs> well, he runs a news agent in a, in, yeah. a, in a soap opera called Coronation Street. In a plastic news, news boy. boy. Yeah. And he's obsessed with it. If somebody touches it or moves it an inch, he knows immediately and goes outside. And he's almost got it. a sixth sense about it. But on the opposite end of the spectrum from punching someone in the face... Which fictional char- would you, character would you most like to marry? Mark Darcy. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Because he'd get in a fight for you. He would get in a fight for you. Despite being very posh. He's a human rights lawyer. He is. As well. He'd keep you going, wouldn't he? But he's very reserved. He, he doesn't tell Bridget what he's feeling at any point. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, so we kind of confuse him. I wouldn't choose Mark Darcy. But... Several it's reasons. The first but no, I think it's a good answer. Thanks. What about you, Jack? I, I don't know. I mean... How about Rachel McAdams in time, who's a lovely wife? She was very nice. Yeah. Did, did you like a fringe? I thought a fringe was very inoffensive. I think as fringes go... It I suited her slightly more than it does other people. They're not inoffensive. Um, you hate all fringes or bangs. I don't like any fringes. What about? There's got to be some. Kate Bush. She had a great fringe. No, I didn't like it. Um, 
Claudia Winkleman. Um, who else has got a fringe? Um, who's got a famous fringe? Can't think of anyone. Cannot think of anyone with a fringe. Does Samantha Cameron have a fringe? No. Hmm. Still don't like If she it. did, still not like it. <laughs> I don't mind Sam- Samantha Cameron. It's, da- it's well, she's married David. To David, which is unfortunate for her because I'm sure she's a lovely person. She must have she, she was she was a she was a Labour supporter before she married old Cameron. Oh, was she? She voted Labour, yeah. And we, we don't, but I mean, secret balloting, we don't know if she still does. Probably not, but I'd love it if she did, though. Do you think Sam Cam even votes? Yeah. She vote for, yeah. for Dave. Everybody, everybody's got a vote. Well. I'd probably marry Rose from Titanic. Oh, no! Change answer. Change my answer. My answer. My, Why? Well, she's horrible. She'd let you float to the bottom of the sea and die instead of sharing that bloody door, which is big enough for two people. I'm not getting into the door argument again. I think somebody just got a little gay about. Well, she killed Jack. I mean, I'm very supportive of people who share my name. Who are called Jack? No, well, I was going to say I'd marry Rose from Titanic because it was my first love. But I've changed my mind. My actual first love was Miss Honey from Matilda. I carry a torch. I still carry a torch. Lovely woman. She's also in Bridget Jones, speaking of Bridget Jones. Do you know why I thought, I, who I always thought would make a lovely husband? Him from um, Desperate Housewives, Tom Scarvo. I always thought, what a lovely husband. He cheated on her. He, he didn't cheat on He did. In like season like eight, they got divorced. They didn't get divorced. They, they did. They got, yeah, they separated for a bit, but then they got back together. Didn't I she? know, but he had affections for another woman. Afterwards. During the separate... Well, still. Afterwards. Still. No, don't, no, no, no. Okay. No, this is what I... I was never particularly attracted to him. He was a very average, handsome man. But I always thought, you'd make a lovely husband. Good with the kids, and he was very attentive. I didn't like the fact that the, all, the, all the kids' names started with P. Yeah. And they were, some of them were made up as well. Package. Don't Package. Package. Package Scarvo. that in Scarvo. Paprika Scarvo. Ponscarvo. Prozzy Scarvo. No, Parker. Posey. Poppy. Poppy. Penny. Penny. Yeah. No, they were mostly boys, weren't they? Yeah, they were two boys. I can't think of any more boys' names that went with P. Peter Peter would be an obvious choice, but it was, there was no Peter. Porter. No, Porter. Porter and Parker. No. I used to love Desperate Housewives. In the first, like, three series, and then I stopped watching it. Why do you name a kid after a pen and a man who carries bags to people's rooms? Well, maybe that's maybe that was well, there's that, a story. Maybe that's that that. Mr. Scarbo's downfall. But Mr. Scarbo, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Scarbo, yeah, very nice. I momentarily forgot his name. That's why I said that. <laughs> 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 Mr. Scarbo, it's good good recovery though. What other fictional characters? Would be like nice to be married to. Ooh, you know he was a lovely husband, Drew from ne- Neighbours. <laughs> he died falling off a horse. Did, yeah, I cried as well. Husband, yeah. I cried. He used to watch it with my mum after school. And um, what's he called from Bones? What's his name? Which one? Um, what's his name from Bones? Who plays Booth? David Boran. Yeah, David Boran. Yeah. Didn't he go out with Rachel Stevens for Nesquib Seven? I don't know. 
Have I made this up? I've always Possibly. thought. I've I always never, thought I've it. I've never read that. I don't anywhere. think so. I've always thought it. I think, but I don't think it's true. No, I don't know. No. But he, he, his character from from Bones anyway would make a. But he seems like a very nice man. Doctor Nikki, Amelia Fox in Silent Witness. What's her last name? Nikki. Doctor Nikki. Graham. No, 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 not Nikki Graham. Doctor Nikki. What is it in Silent Witness, Jack? You love Silent Witness. I know, I do. Amelia Fox's character in Silent Witness. She just gets called Nikki all the time. No, she doesn't. She because people try and call her Nikki. Men trying to put her down, and she goes, actually, it's Doctor, Doctor something, Doctor. Oh, go, go, Doctor Beat. I don't know. No, Google it because it's gonna annoy me. But I, she, I'd like to. Uh, she'd be good to marry, I think. Very busy though. I don't know how much time we'd get to spend. She's a bit of a jobsworth, and she goes off and does dangerous things that she shouldn't be doing. I know, she but she looks so. She looks so good in a tweed jacket, though. That it's be worth Maybe it. Maybe in Fox when she was in. Yeah. Alexander Nikki, Doctor Nikki Alexander. Maybe it, maybe when she was in uh, Random Hopkirk deceased. She's still got it, but it's not particularly dangerous. No, no. Dr. Nikki Alexander from Silent Witness. That's my final answer. Those tweed, those tweed jackets, that, that accent. I like it. I miss watching Silent Witness. I refused to watch it after Harry Cunningham died or left or whatever he did. Should we do Song of the Week? Because we ran out of topics. I don't know if I have one. Do you have one? Um, I've got three. Three. Three and only two of them are home. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, I'm not sure really. I mean, nothing's particularly jumped out at me this week, I suppose. Nothing at all? Nothing at all. I've not really listened to much music this week. Mainly watched. I have a song of the week actually. Films and read my book. Go on. Primal Scream, mm. moving on up. Mm. Yeah. Why? That's what I've been listening to. So I was having a bad week. You were having a bad week. And um, and it came on, and I had a good moment in the week when I found out you'd got a job, and then it was just a good... You had a promotion? Came, yeah, I got a promotion, and then it came on the radio, and it was just like, it's quite... Punchy. It's quite punchy, it's quite... Edgy uplifting actually if yeah. you actually listen to it I just could listen to it could take or leave it but it was yeah it was a good point a pinnacle of my week oh, song wise oh very that's what I thought very good it came to me then just remembered mine there we go I've got the two high ones if I could change your mind my song five excellent and also 11th Dimension by Julian Casablancas good song yeah really good song really really good song I've been listening to that at work a lot. Mm. At work in my breaks. Gets you through, doesn't it? Gets you through. Julian. Strange looking boy, but very handsome very looking handsome, boy. Yeah, but unusual looking. Unusually good looking. His dad's very rich, isn't he? Yeah. It's kind of like Julio Iglesias and Enrique Iglesias. Enrique, yeah, but, but the Casablancas. Yeah. Casablancas. Yeah. He's very unusual looking. He's got a kind of look about him, hasn't it? But yeah, strange kind of tan. Yeah, olive skinned. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Scraggy hair, but nice hair. Nice I hair, like his hair. Good dress sense. Yeah. Likes to wear leather. 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 
anyway, that's it. That was it, basically. We've, we've, we've come back, not necessarily with a bang, but we've definitely come back with, with words and phrases and sentences. With a new word? Didn't we make a new word up? Segway, but that's not... I don't think I've made that up. I think that's actually genuinely the word. I don't know. But maybe we'll segue into the next episode with some more topics that you can listen to if you want. If you're sticking with us, thank you for sticking with us, even though we've disappeared. But you know what? Such is life, it comes and it goes. Like oceans, you can... What's that phrase? You can... You can sum it in the sea, but the ocean never changes, isn't it? You piss in the sea, but the ocean never changes. Sum it like that. It's not pissing It's not that, but it's like you can take a bucket of water, but the... What is it? Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. A single raindrop never takes responsibility for the flood. Anyway, on that... Not relevant at all. But anyway, we're back. We're here. We're having a better week than we were last week. We're all kind of... We're all depressed last week, but we're not anymore. A bit more sober this week. A bit more sober this week, and now me and Leah aren't, aren't pickled. Um, and we'll catch you soon, guys. Bye! Bye.